0: Welcome to the Black Sheep Recovery Warfare Podcast, where it is our mission to debunk the lies of the enemy and announce freedom to those still lost in the darkness and addiction. What is up, recovery fam?
1: Hey, 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 Black
0: Sheep. (laughs) My name is Palmer, here always with my brother, Phoenix. And our special guest. But before we get to that, I just want to let you know that today is a special episode. Because not only will this be on our podcast, the Black Sheep Recovery Podcast. That Where you're else is it going to gonna be? But it'll also be on my other podcast, Unashamed Recovery Podcast. So.
1: Big shout out Josh Hollingshead and Drew Smith. We saw you couldn't be here today. We hate you. for missing this.
0: Yeah, that that that's horrible. However, we felt like because of how special our guest is today. That we needed to share it on both platforms. Amen. So, uh, without further ado, everybody say hello to Mister Kelly K. What's up, Kelly? What's up, How's it going, Kelly? guys?
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's an Thank honor.
0: Thank
1: you for having us. Somehow on your TikTok.
0: Somehow we convinced him to come all the way to Brandon, Mississippi. <laughs> that was your stalking <laughs> that did all that. My stalking is up to a ten now, dog. I, I know. <laughs> I imagine
1: it. Maybe you can start stalking. Um,
0: I don't know. You know, well, I better mean, think of a good name yeah, right know, now. I think know, of a good name. <laughs> well, I, half the people I would like to meet, oh, Kelly's get... already toured with and
2: played bass <laughs> right. for. Hey,
1: start stalking like Kat Von D and Brian Welch. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah.
2: I will tell you, man, I've seen you commenting on videos on my page for about a year. I I know. Every day I see you on there. I'm telling you, I take stalking to a whole other (laughs) level,
1: buddy. Hey, Kelly, can I get your phone number? Right. No.
0: You know what, though? Like, all I did was send an email and say, hey, you're already going to be in town. Do you want to do another uh, event? And Uh he said, yeah, man, here's my phone number. And my (laughs) wife, as soon as she saw that, she was like, he has no idea what he just did.
1: That is a straight up guy. I've changed changed my number before. right? right. I'm, I can do it I'm again. Think,
0: I'm thinking my wife pretty is pretty sure he's going to change his number as <laughs> soon funny. as he leaves Mississippi. I'm talking
1: about, look, that is a straight-up miracle because you introduced me to Kelly's TikTok about six or so, maybe eight months ago, yeah. and I've been hooked ever since. Yeah.
0: So for those of y'all that may not know, I mean, one, we're on uh, Kelly's TikTok live right now. So hi, everybody. Appreciate hi everybody y'all hanging on out Kelly's with us. Hi,
1: Kelly's TikTok. Thank you. Um,
0: but for anybody that doesn't know who Kelly is, Kelly is an evangelist who's been doing it for 10 years. He's also associate pastor at his home church, Limit, Limit.
1: Did you say associate pastor? Uh, no, I
0: said associate <laughs> pastor, <laughs> Lord, Lord, at his home church, Limitless. And mm-hmm. the four, Limitless 405, is that what it is?
2: Yeah, we call it Limitless 405 Church just because there's lots of Limitlesses and we're in, you know, 405 right. area in the 405? So, yeah. You've so, been
0: hanging right. out with those guys that uh, street race? But you, no, From but, the 405? <laughs> I, I used to live right.
1: in, Hey, did you know that I used to live in that 405 area code? Or right. close to it? Yeah, yeah close to it. Well, I mean, I was in Broken Arrow. Right. Yeah, you're 918,
2: 918. Nine, yeah, 918, Yeah, 918, 918. I have a 918 area code, okay. so yeah. <laughs> so we're good. See, me and common, so
1: me and Kelly have something in common, too. There you go.
0: I mean, well... My phone number is no. Uh, I'm not doing that again. I've already learned. my Y'all gonna gonna have to uh, pay good money for that one. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so anybody that doesn't know who Kelly K is, Kelly K is an evangelist. He's also an associate pastor at his his home church, Limitless. But he got a calling from God to start doing videos, and lo and behold, you got TikTok and YouTube, and so Kelly put out started putting out videos and. When I got on TikTok, I was late to the game. So, But when I got on TikTok, I was already a Christian. I only wanted to see, because, I mean, that was my whole thing. I wasn't getting on TikTok. I don't want to see. I have a sex and porn uh, addiction background, right? So I don't want to be on there looking at stuff that I'm not supposed to be looking at, right? So, you know, I start typing in Christian TikTok, you know, uh, God, Jesus, and here comes this dude that looks a whole lot like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, t- t- 10 years ago, I had my LeBray Pierce, had big gauges in my ears. I'm tatted up. And this dude is talking about Jesus, but he's talking about it in a way that I can understand.
1: I know, right? You
0: know, talking about things like, and putting putting different stories. And the one mm-hmm. I tell I tell all the time is you put it, uh, a different perspective on the uh, Peter walking on water, having yeah. uh, little faith. not Not like little faith, like, I don't Not have little big. faith, but length, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. little in length. And then also one of the stories that blew my mind was when you, you told the story about um, Jesus always intended to walk past that boat. He's like, I yeah. told you I'd meet I you on the other one. side. Mm-hmm. I never caught that. yeah. And so watching your videos started helping me to understand what I was reading in the Bible. And so Kelly's got three different books. I started with the newest book, which is Think About That for a Minute. Um, I actually bought five copies of it. (laughs) Me and me and my family, we went through because I have I have three kids, and so me and my family. I love that. I really do. We went through all forty days together. You know, every night, Um, my my uh, my middle child. She she um, her mother lives in Texarkana, Arkansas, and so. we would, you know, if she wasn't with us, then we'd, we would wait to continue. Right. But That's awesome. w- the whole family did the, think about that for a minute, you know, every night as a devotion for f- pretty much 40 nights. That's cool. And so once I got about halfway through that book, I turned around and ordered the new one, especially when you said, hey, I, I just got the very first book, Reckless Love, uh, just got new copies of it. And oh, I was yeah. like, all you right, well, if I'm going to get that. that one, then I might as well get uh, uh, get lit, stay lit, and spread, spread it. it. Yeah. And which, so, go
1: ahead. I was going to say, uh, which was the sermon he delivered last night. Yeah, I was getting, I was getting yeah. to that. So,
0: mm-hmm. um, another church here in town, Grace Baptist Church, um, reaches out to Kelly and says, "Hey, can you come do a weekend? You know, do Saturday." And then do Sunday morning. Kelly says yes. Well, then he made the mistake of posting it on TikTok. Says I'm going to be in Brandon, Mississippi. And I I'm like, remember the, the post uh, said oh, hello.
1: The, the post that said uh, well, it was actually Brandon City, Mississippi. I was yeah. like, where is that? <laughs> 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 I mean, well. yeah.
0: So I I reached out to him and said, hey man, uh, you want to do another event? And he said, sure. And we got him in a day extra. We did a a, a big event on Friday night. Oh, yeah, that, it event, was that, that event
2: you guys did on Friday night was so cool, man! It was so fun. It was awesome. So, the people were amazing. I, I was honored. That was really, really good event. That might be one of my favorite events I've ever done.
3: Actually. Are you That's just awesome. saying that? No, I'm tell- it really, it really. Hey, can amazing. I just yeah, say I, something I real quick? It. Real quick, man. I went to that event. I I haven't been in. I'm a spirituality guy. I love Jesus. Jesus and I have a great relationship, but I feel like the hand of man is on church and and. I'm having a hard time getting back into that since I've since I got sober three years ago, but um, I, I came to support my clients, right? My, my boys, they they had you come in, and um, not only yes, you gave an incredible message, but what really blew me away the most. Was you were puking nonstop. Yeah, was so you sick. had no excuse no. to be at that place, <laughs> hey, but you, you pushed through. Yeah, and he you had every you excuse to came, say, I, "I'm not doing it." You came through, and you you blew, you blew the roof off the place. Oh, and you. I was just like, God, you know, God works in a crazy, you know, in crazy ways. He brings us into where He needs us, you know he just does it you for know sure. and it just right. works so um you know i i was thoroughly entertained i was not bored i was not um and and that's hard for me to say you know usually church can be kind of boring i get it and yeah. you just carried the crowd. People were engaged. You were a freaking professional. Oh, thank you. You. It was incredible. So thank you. I, I was. No it was an honor to get to experience that. <laughs> that's that's this awesome.
1: Is, this is exactly what God is doing in this type of community for this generation and the generation before and that's back right. to Gen X, because there's an outpouring of his spirit on us, this type of community, like in the recovery community, in these ages, in these generations, because, you know, we don't come from that that era with the King James and, right. uh, you know, so Kelly, you know, what I love about Kelly is just like you said, he, he puts a, a modern spin on it to where we can understand it and, right. and look at it under the lens of a new, you know, a new, eye, you know, uh, a modern eye. Right. Well, here's the
2: you thing, know. you know, the, the Bible tells us, you know, God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow, right? Yes. The word of God is the word of God. Yes. You know, you, preached it for hundreds of years, we're going to keep preaching it right, mm-hmm. and until Jesus comes back. That's. Right. But here's what's cool. The, the Bible tells us it's all of our jobs to preach the gospel, right? We're, we're supposed to be in the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. You know, Acts 1-8, we're supposed to go out and, and preach the gospel. So we know what to do. We preach to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Then he tells us where to do it, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth, which for us that means your city, your state, your country, and then to the other countries. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed what the Bible never tells us? is how to do it because you might have a way that I can't do, but it works for you, doesn't work for me. I may right. have a way that works for me, doesn't work for you. We all have the same job, but we can do it any way that we want. <laughs> right. That's what's so amazing. That's There's so many different people getting the gospel out there, doing it different ways. So what I've wanted to do from the beginning was I want to preach the gospel in a way that anybody, I'm saying anybody of any age, any race, any denomination, any bath, background, ethnicity, whatever, that they can get the gospel. And then what I wanted to do was I want to present it in a way that is fun and relevant. Yeah because right. the word never change god never changes but god always changes right, you right. Know? So he's always sense. doing something new right it's always the same but he's always doing something new so there's always a fresh spin on it mm-hmm. you know and, and i've done videos where like the one that you were talking about where i talk about you know peter's little faith and i'll have guys come at me going that's not what the bible means that's you're, you're taking liberties with this and i'm like okay fair enough i, I get what you're saying but at the same time are we going to think that God is so small? Are we going to keep him in such a tiny box to say, God, you can only teach me one thing from this story in your word? I don't think so.
0: No, it's living and breathing. That's yeah. right. If I can look
2: at this story and get a different perspective that's right. and it gets me closer to God, that was God. Right, that was man. God speaking to me through that scripture. Man, that's,
0: the, that's the whole point. I, I, I don't know if it's, I, I don't remember if it was you that said it or if, if somebody else said it, but it. Uh, you don't read the Bible. The Bible, Bible reads you, you man. Yeah. So obviously when we're going through different things, we could, I mean, there's only 66 books. Right. Is that Okay. It, it doesn't change, <laughs> right? It? You know what I mean? There's different interpretations. There's different translations, blah, blah, blah. But there's only 66 books. So if I read the same story, Twelve different times, nine times out of ten, I'm going to get twelve different. Yeah,
2: you should yeah, for sure, sure. revelations yeah, and, from but it. there are people that are using the word of God to try to manipulate people, so you need to be careful with that right. too. Absolutely. You know, you, you, I can't take scripture and take some crazy message out of it. But if what I'm teaching or anybody is teaching lines up with the Word and it's a perspective you haven't heard before, don't shut them down instantly because you've never thought of it that way. Right. Yeah, maybe be open to man, God, what are you showing me? Can you show me this a little bit different? That's why you know that last book I put out, the last two, is called think about that for a minute and that's based out of psalms one where god tells us that if we will meditate on his word day and night we will prosper in every season of our life that's right look at christians though they're not prospering that's right i see beat up broke down christians more than i see anything else why well is it uh, ironic at all that we're also living in the most biblically illiterate generation of all time? Not at all. Nobody knows what the word says. No one's in it for themselves. Now, I love that you watch my TikToks. Please keep watching them. You know, if I made the videos, you didn't watch them, it wouldn't do any good. But understand, when you watch TikTok, when you watch a video of me preaching, you're getting my revelation of what God showed me in His Word. You should still get in the Word yourself. Right.
1: Absolutely. Go true. make
2: sure what I'm saying is there for one, right. and then make sure that it lines up with what He's teaching me. Does it line up with the Word? You should never just. Just take a pastor or preacher or a guy with a microphone, take their word for it, man. You need to be getting in the word yourself. And, I, and, yeah, and, and context I loved, is everything. And, for and I sure.
1: loved what you said last night when you said that uh, when you were talking about stay lit, get lit and um, spread it. spread it. Uh, you said that um, uh, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. It's all right. I said a lot, so I, I don't know. know how to help you. No, uh, <laughs> no right? <laughs> uh, go ahead, Paul. I've been watching, watching <laughs> him come for back
0: two days. Yeah. Well, uh, last night, yeah, the the sermon you did was based on your books, uh, st- uh, "Get Lit, Stay Lit, and Spread It." Yeah. Um, Friday night, I remember. You him.
1: go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> uh, you you were talking about uh, God's voice, your voice, yeah, and yeah. the enemy's voice. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is this really opened my eyes to something last night. It's like. It's, it's, it's really messy up there. It's very busy, and it's like, how do you discern that? What's God, and what's the enemy, and what is you? Well, what Kelly's exact words for if it's your voice is probably the stupidest thing to do. <laughs> right. Right. I love that. That was so funny. But then when you said that if it's God's voice, then you can find a scripture to stand on That's to right. back it up. And, um, and then you said if it's the enemy's voice, it's just going to come with confusion, and it's going to be a Yeah, the enemy
2: will sound like God, but there won't be scripture to back up right. what he's saying. And honestly, you should have three scriptures. And I didn't mm-hmm. say that last night, no, but the, no. the truth is if, if I'm if I'm ever going to come to you and say, God told me this, and people use that so recklessly, yeah, God sure. told me I'm supposed to marry you. No, he didn't. He didn't tell you that. You want to. Mm-hmm. Some part of your body told you you want to marry her. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know but what I'm saying? But if, if I'm gonna come to you, if I'm gonna come to you with the words God said this to me, I'm gonna have at least a minimum of three scriptures to back up what I'm telling you because God is never gonna to speak to you something that's not in his word. He's never gonna contradict his word by giving a fresh word to you, yeah. right? And uh, so, yeah, so that's why in, in our mind, when we have these different voices, people tell me all the time, I can't hear the voice of God. No, you can. You just don't know that that's him. Mm-hmm. We have to take every thought captive and run it through the lens of does this line up with the word of God? And if it doesn't, you need to get rid of it. That's you, right.
1: You know, when I hear his voice, I don't hear it up here. I hear it in my heart. Right. You know, it's a feeling. I, yeah. For you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. For me, it, it's, it's it's a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe you you did a video, um, and I could be wrong, could be somebody else, but I believe you did a video about... You mean you
2: watch other people besides just me?
0: <laughs> rude. <laughs> only only so when they rude. pop up. Only when they pop up. I thought we were close. <laughs> we are, oh, we, close. we I close. want my number back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would venture to say it was it was one of your videos talking talking about what you preached on, uh, about the voices in your head, basically being your voice, the enemy's voice. Yeah, God's I've done voice. several videos on right. that. Right, yeah. and so... For me, like I have used that so many times, telling other people the the same thing. Like, if you don't have a, stri- a scripture to back it up, then it's not you. It's not God. Yeah, it might be I mean, you. It's the, yeah, it's not yeah, God. It, might it's, be it you is for you. Sure. It yeah. is you for sure. No doubt. <clears throat> so, um, on Friday night when you did our event, you preached on repentance. Mm-hmm. One, as Danny already said, man, it was an amazing message, and. I knew that it was an amazing message because my pastor has raved about you all day long. He was talking. Oh, that's awesome! In both both uh, church services, he talked about how great the event was, but he also said that people need to go back and listen to that message because it was spot on. Oh cool. You know, yeah, I appreciate he that. he said it was the best message he'd ever heard on oh, repentance.
2: Well, repentance yeah. is one of my favorite things to talk about, which is really funny because growing up it was one of my least favorite things to hear about. Yeah. Right. I didn't ever want if you were preaching on repentance, I was looking for a way out of That's the church right. service, right? Just because repentance was always this heavy, heavy topic of You need to feel awful and be ashamed. But once I really understood what repentance was and that repentance is a gift and that repentance gets us close to God, then, man, I was all in on that. And so then when I was reading through the story of the woman at the well, which is what I preached on Friday night, and I realized this is the most beautiful story of repentance of all times. Uh, And I guarantee you there's been lots of people that have preached it that way. I had just never heard anybody preach it that way. Right. So when I started writing that message, I just really asked God to, man, just open this up and show me this as a story of repentance. Because I see it in there, but I really want to see all the angles. And I think that's what he did. And uh, that's probably one of my favorite messages to preach. And I love when I get to preach. Well, here's what's funny is, you know, for those of you listening and watching, they already said I was so sick Friday. I had been... Just, I couldn't get When out of he the bathroom, walked into man. the door, he
1: was white. He was white, white as a sheet. I thought he was, I mean, literally walking dead. Corpse. I really,
0: I really thought we'd get about 15, 20 minutes yeah. of, uh, of I didn't even, him I'll, be
1: honest and with then, you. I'll be honest with you, I didn't think he was going to make it to the stage. I but. didn't
0: either, honestly.
1: I'll <laughs> tell you the truth.
0: And, and before
2: I went up there, I was already thinking, like, okay, you can switch sermons, you can do a shorter sermon, uh, get out of here faster, get back to bed. And, uh, man, God just kept landing on my heart like, no, you're supposed to preach this. This is what you're supposed to preach. And I knew this is one of my longest sermons that I have. Wow. I think we did like an hour and a half. And I was like, God, I can't be out of the bathroom for five minutes at a time right now so i asked you i said could you just put a trash can or something next to the stage just in case i have to and i kept eyeing that sucker all night man (laughs) and i just got up there i was like okay god i need you to help me and so many people from your church came and prayed over me yeah before i went up there
1: let me tell you something about that uh uh with uh at at the point there is we i've seen i'm telling you the there is power in prayer. And I have seen witnessed miracles. I, like I literally walked in one day and I could barely walk, like stand up straight. My back was hurting so bad. I'd, I'd uh, hurt my back oh, the, yeah. day be- the day before at work. I, l- I lay floors sometimes. And, um, I walked in and Palmer said, you need to go get Miss Regina to lay your hands on you. Yeah. I always choose Regina.
0: I don't choose our pastor. <laughs> uh, and
1: let me tell you, look, I went straight to Regina and she put her hand on my back and she started praying over me and I felt her whole hand go hot Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. and I felt the tingling in my back and by the end of the service I was walking upright with no pain
0: that's awesome yeah so I actually texted Regina uh, she had been there a little bit earlier and I texted Regina I said are you coming back and she said no can I help you from here I said yeah you better start p- praying for Kelly because yeah. he's sick as a dog well then our associate pastor Jennifer Miller came in and I was like Jennifer I need you you know uh not saying look I heard your your sermon on Saturday, I understand that I have the authority. Right. Okay. Yeah. I do. But I also understand that some of y'all got, uh, look, hey, I always man, say, we I always say, warriors. I got, yeah. I always say that I've got God's beeper number. You <laughs> know what I mean? Uh, but people like Regina, people like Kelly, they've got like direct access. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, leaving, been, like, I'm leaving messages. Up. I'm leaving yeah. messages on the beeper going, can you please call me back? You and, know, let,
2: let me go into that for a minute too, though, because, you know, everyone prayed for me. But at the end of the night, I was still sick for another right. 16 hours. So what do you do? Do you get mad at God? No. Right? Because when I got done preaching, somebody came up to me like, oh, are you better now? And I'm like, no. Uh-uh. I feel awful so you look at you like well everybody prayed so did god not did god not show up did he not work mm, listen hey, i made it through an hour and a half yeah, without hey, throwing up hey, paul, god clearly early. showed up man mm-hmm. well
0: i'm i'm just gonna say that one of the biggest things that that you have talked about many times and talked about uh, over this past weekend as well is obedience and you know paul talked about having a, a thorn in his side well what if what if being sick you know, was his thorn? Every time he went to go preach, right. I'm not saying that's what it was, but what if, what if that's what it was? Every time he went to go preach or tell mm-hmm. the word of God, you know, tell the story of Jesus, that he uh, he he was like deathly sick, and that's how Kelly was the other night. But Kelly stayed obedient, yeah. and I think for that sure. that is the key right there. No matter mm-hmm. what we're going through, no matter what happens, we have to stay obedient. Yeah, absolutely. and and understand that God's gonna take care of us, even if it was just for an hour and a half. Yeah. Let me get through this sermon. Let the because, dude, like I said, and like my pastor said. That it's the best message we've ever heard on repentance, yeah. and, and,
2: and and you know, like I said, I don't know if we were recording it or not when I said that that was probably one of the best events that I've I've ever done, and I think a lot of that had it came out of that that might have been some of the best preaching I've ever done. That's how I feel. I felt like yeah. that was might be the the best that I've ever done.
1: I gotta tell you, it was incredible. It was.
2: Thank you, but I don't think that that. It could have came out the same had I been feeling 100%. Mm-hmm, right? Because I would have just relied on what I've always done, what I've always known. You know, this is what I do for a living, yeah. so I'm just going to get up there. I'm going to dial it in, preach this message. But I didn't have that luxury. I didn't have that option. It was either I need to go lay down or I'm about to get up here and i got to put everything I have into this just to get through it. And honestly, it made me come off that stage thinking I want to preach every message like this, right? where, you know, maybe in the last 10 years, I've gotten a little bit relaxed and I don't always get, and I don't want to say that because I, I try to give my best every single right. time, but sometimes we just get in that routine of this is what I do. Well, Friday night, I had no routine of this is what I do. It was You've got to make a choice now that's right. and stand up and give God everything you've got in you because you need him to sustain you through this. And that's what I did. And, man, I walked off that stage going, this is the best I've ever preached in my life. I text my wife. I said it was the best and the worst night I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome isn't to it, Mississippi, baby. You're isn't right. <laughs> it crazy? Like,
3: literally everything happens for a reason, the good and the bad. And, is like, when I stop trying to figure out what God is doing, like— Look at what God is doing. God is trying to teach us something, or we're supposed to learn something in this. Like yeah. the good, the bad, everything yeah. in between. Let, let me put that
2: biblical for you. Yeah, you want Rachel, you get Leah too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and you stay. You stayed. You stayed there with God, and you didn't give up. It was. Well, it was I a beautiful moment. You. Yeah, yeah and not only that. Think
1: about James uh, chapter two. It says, Count it all joy, no matter it what, it and all, all the joy. trials of tribulations." mean, no matter how sick you are, and you may, you know. You made it through that. You got to count that all joy and give all the I glory count it to God. I counted joy now. I wasn't yeah. counting joy
0: right. then. No. That's and, no, sure. and no weapon formed against. Yeah, no weapon formed I mean, formed, the yeah. fact that, uh, look, people needed to hear that message yeah, on Friday sure. night. And, and, what we and
2: saw, the so enemy saw so salvations, right. oh, it was awesome. And, and I got to was...
1: tell you, listen, I got to tell you, I was actually one of them that went into hard repentance that night. Because even though Jesus delivered me from all the drugs and the alcohol of 30 years of rebellion, I still struggle with lust and pornography. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like... That one, one thing got left behind uh, through that deliverance, and I know I'm human. I know I'm going to sin, and I hate it, right. and I truly hate it, but I truly needed to hear that message that night because a lot of things that uh, Kelly talked about was shame, you know, yeah. that night. And um, the shame that comes along with the lust and uh, the feeling, the overwhelming fe- feeling of guilt is, is just, it's awful. Right. And yeah. the and the way you put it that night really opened my eyes to it. Like when you said, All right, now open your eyes and look around you and look at everybody that's standing up. Yeah. And I saw that everybody else is human too and that everybody else in this room sins too. Dealing and with that somebody. God doesn't look at your sin. When he looks at you, he sees his son. That's
0: right. Yeah. He sees perfection.
1: So I'm telling you, I, I if anybody if there was nobody else in that room that needed to hear that, it was certainly me. That's yeah, awesome. so I, I know mm-hmm. that
0: I've shared, and you might not have checked your email yet, but I, I gave you the, the live stream link, um, but also, um, chopped yeah, it, I also chopped it up to where you just have your message. But for I'll those post of,
2: that on my YouTube. For as well, those that have
0: not seen it yet, uh, Kelly's message that night was mainly that repentance is not about shame. Right, right. Not at all. It's so not about the just, shamefulness just, of you. Yeah. Just give us give us a little bit uh, about that, because I think sure. I think so many people are like John where it's like, you know, and myself, like, look, I even though I am uh, uh, sober from porn and, and, and lust, I mean, I'm still a man. So I still will, you know, catch myself seeing a pretty girl and go, okay. Yeah, I, I be got, tempted. I got to turn away, you know. Didn't I mean? you and say
1: a couple of weeks ago I'm still a sex addict? I just have a dealer.
0: I am, I am, a, I am still a sex addict. I'm just <laughs> but married. Married, right, He's got right. a dealer. That's right. I'm, I have, I have a hot wife who allows allows me that. You know what That's I mean? Awesome. But, um, so give us, give us just a little bit about not feeling shame uh, when it comes to repentance.
2: Sure. So repentance for me was always taught that. You need to repent was always followed after you did what? Right. You know, you did this. Oh, you should feel awful. You need to repent. Oh, you did that. You should feel so ashamed of yourself. I mean, even if you look up our definition in the Bible of repentance, it says to feel sorry for, to feel ashamed for, uh, to feel remorse. But if, if you look at the Greek word for repentance, it was metanoia, which actually means it's a transformative change of heart. It's a transformative change of mind that leads to a change in your direction. So what repentance is, is when you change your mind about something, and then you change the way you live according to that, to how your mind is changed, right? So when Jesus says we need to repent of our sins, what he's saying is, hey, you need to change your mind about the way you think, about your life, and you need to live it differently, right? What we say, the church, quote-unquote Christians, is you need to be ashamed of yourself. right? Now, here's the thing. When you are confronted with your sin, you will feel guilt and shame, Right. right? You will. But guilt and shame will not sustain your, your changed walk, your changed direction. That's right. Because what happens if you change your direction based off guilt and shame, eventually you will forget that guilt and shame. And you will go right back to everything you've done before. And that's what we see. We get these Christians in this repentance loop where they come to church. Yeah, I they, love that part, yeah, man. Yeah, they I feel too. bad about what they've done. So they make a change. They start living differently. They forget about all of that. Then they go right back to what they did. They come to church, hear another message, feel bad, change, forget And it just gets stuck in this loop. But my Bible says in Romans that it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. He doesn't mention the shamefulness of you at all. What that means is your shame can't sustain you. Only the goodness and the love of Jesus can sustain your direction change. Right. It's when you change directions not based off I feel bad about what I've done, but I'm changing my direction because I realize, God, what you have for me is so much better than this. What you have for me, what the love that you have, the gifts, the blessings, is so much better than this that I want to keep going that way because I just love being with you. Right. That's what repentance looks like. And if we would stop teaching it as you need to be ashamed, you should feel awful, and we need to teach it as, look, this is a gift that God gave you to get as close to him as you want. When you see it like that, you will look for opportunities to repent, not go... 90 years without, you know, I do. Well, I repented. I said, I love Jesus. I gave him my heart. I'm good. People That's believe right. that. I
1: repented once. I'm good. That is a straight up lie on the enemy. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. I repented
2: 900 times before I got here, That's you know, right. today. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like
0: <laughs> every every time somebody jumps in front of me no <laughs> yeah. 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 as yeah, I'm
2: driving. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, man, I waved at every single person I passed on the way here. What is up with y'all in Mississippi not waving back at nobody? Man, this is
1: supposed to be the hospitality yeah. stat, state. No, what is nobody wrong waved at me Oh, on the you? Way must, back you must have been coming through Jackson. So, so Maybe. sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're so sorry we'll, we'll have a talk With our people Yeah we no will doubt, man. <laughs> them Listen them, I, I want to
1: give A quick shout out To a friend of mine He's uh, Junior Pierce He said John Gallagher You are my hero No 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 no, no
2: he I, said You ate my hero I <laughs> ate uh, Yeah you ate <laughs> my Let's hero Let's get this straight oh, no, Here now I ate my hero
1: No uh, my Look hero. Junior um,
0: I look like
2: I yeah.
1: ate your hero <laughs> Yeah, Junior's my hero, man. He's a uh, you know there there was everybody anybody that was put on this earth that has a big big heart is Junior Pierce, man. He uh he's really done a lot for me. And I just wanted to give him a shout out because he you know he gives he he puts a lot of support behind me and everything that I do, and he he helps me along with my my daytime business and stuff. And I love him so much, man. And I actually introduced him to your TikTok the other day, and uh, he loves it. Oh, that's awesome. He loves so he uh, we, uh, you know we brought you in a new follower to learn the word, Amen. you know. So, uh, oh, uh shout, I big to shout leave. out to junior peers. Thank you, bud.
0: I went to leave the house last night to come watch you preach. And, uh, un- unbeknownst to me, my wife actually wanted to come. She, she doesn't, she doesn't usually get out of the house very often. She's, she's kind of a recluse, but, um, she, um, uh, as we're leaving, she said, you know, you talk about him more
1: than you talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> I look, you know, I was gonna ask her this morning at church. I was like, I bet you were gonna be so She's ready so for Kelly tired. K to get out of town. Right.
0: She's so tired of hearing about Kelly K hey. this and Kelly K that. But here's the thing, man. Like, you know, I'm I'm not a baby Christian. You know, I was saved nine years ago, ten years ago now, sorry. Um, I thought I was saved my whole life. Right. I, I got baptized at 10 years old. I thought I was saved. And it wasn't until I had a full-on meltdown, I'm literally in the gym. I'm the only person in this gym at the time. I'm on the elliptical, and I'm, I, I'm just like, I, me and the wife are having a fight. Either my son was just born or about to be born, and we're just argue- Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, we're just arguing <laughs> all the time. And, um, and I, I finally just told God, I don't know. I don't know. And I need to know. And I can't do this alone anymore. Right, so I need you to do this for me. Yeah. I and I need you to come change me. Now, I'm hard-headed, Kelly. It took me 5 years from there to right. actually start truly changing my life. But for the last 6 years, you know, I you could you can see the change in me, right? But last year when I found your TikTok, I was in a place, look, I I wanted to be a rock star. You know, you've lived the life that I wanted. <laughs> You know what I mean, right? That's right. what I wanted all of my life, and that's why I said on Friday night, had I got some of the prayers I asked for, I wouldn't have the things that I have now. I would right. not have my wife, or would not have my three beautiful children. You know, um,
1: you would have never got the fulfillment out of that lifestyle that that's you had right. now. That's exactly oh, that's or sure.
0: I would have ended up on because I'm not a drug guy, I'm not an alcohol guy. You know, I tell people all the time, my story is sex, drugs, and alcohol without the dr- drugs, or sex, drugs, and rock and roll without the drugs. Right? Because I didn't do the drugs; I just wanted the sex, and I wanted the fame.
1: It's okay because I did enough for both of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm on two different podcasts, and everybody's done more than <laughs> <laughs> enough for me, I guess. But uh, a year ago, I was still in in that spot of God. Why aren't you putting me on tour? I'm I'm doing this music for you now. And I've been doing this music for you for years now. And why am I not? Why are you not using me more? And it wasn't until I started, finally changed my mindset a year ago of, you know what? This is where he wants me. This is what I'm going to do that I found your TikToks. And I'm like, I can learn something from this guy. And so I was like, I have to. I'm gonna tell you right now if you don't start posting every day again I'm coming to Oklahoma and hurting you. <laughs>
2: no, I'm getting back on it. Because I, I just took off for for You Christmas. took off for the holidays yeah. and
0: I'm going, "Where's Kelly?" What I'm scrolling like yeah. I, need, I need my Kelly hit. Like hey, I,
2: I wanted to keep doing. I just didn't have time. I took my wife nah, to Florida, and, and we just didn't have a, a, a chance, or I would have. But well, and I've then never, I came here, and then I got sick. I so am right. I'm. I'm coming I need
0: back. to. Uh, I, I need to meet your wife and give her a big hug because the the what you do for the people that you've never even met yet. I mean, it's just like you told the story about that lady that emailed you on Facebook, and it got lost in the the. Uh, facebook email hell you know the the hidden hidden messages messages of that person that's exactly how i felt when i first when i first found you i was like this guy has no idea the people he's touching that he'll never even come in contact i thought there was no way on god's green earth am i ever going to meet this guy in, in you know and and be able to you know do an event or anything like that but even be able to be able to meet you and yet you had already changed my life. And I love how you – look, I get it. I love how you said at our event and and Saturday night, I'm just a man. I'm just like y'all. I didn't do anything. Jesus did it. I get that. But it does take fellowship, and it does sure. take people that have already got that knowledge that you don't have no, you're, you're to right. teach you. And I'm saying – Man, if it wasn't for you, I would not have the close walk that I have with God now. I might have got there, but I'm saying it would have took me longer.
2: And, and I really, I do appreciate that. And when I when I try to, you know, I, I do appreciate people saying that I helped change their life. Yep. And, abs- but I, and I know Jesus did it, but at the same time, I can tell you the people in my life that helped me get to where exactly. I am. Sure. And, and they're they're famous to me, right. you know, because they, they helped me. So I get that. And at the same time, though, I just don't want to take any of the, the credit Glory. that, that belongs it. to the okay. Father.
1: Now, I let me to say make something. make
0: Jesus famous. Enno-
1: yeah. Enough about Kelly Kay for a second.
0: Oh, sure.
1: Friday night, there was another thing going on Friday night. It was a, you know, there was some other people that were on that stage that night. It was giving grace, wasn't it? Never heard of them. Never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah,
2: I loved hearing you guys. It was great,
0: man. The only thing we were missing was uh, we should have brought an extra amp and a in a, a bass or a guitar. Oh a, no no no
1: There wasn't any. Although I don't think I don't that. think he could have picked up a, a guitar. Hold that on, day. No. let me tell you something. I've oh. seen you guys perform countless times. Okay, all right. You and Micah Mayfield and Elijah. What's name? Elijah? Mm-hmm. Uh, Elijah Williams. Elijah Williams. Ben was absent that night, that's right. and uh, you had a bass player fill in named Jeremy Yates. He, yep. Let me tell y'all something, man. From start to finish, the Holy Spirit was moving, not just with Kelly. But with you guys. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Agree. With you guys, too. Y'all put on the most powerful performance that I've seen y'all perform since I, since I've been um, groupies, a groupie for y'all for over a year now. <laughs>
2: I will say it was probably the most rock and worship I've ever had I'm telling in, you. in my 10 years of traveling and doing this. That
0: was, was awesome. That. Probably you. was. Yeah. That is that. That is. uh. So, you know, we've we've uh, we did a show with seven day slumber before where we opened up like many hours before they did um and they're a lot heavier than we are but next to them is some other uh heavier christian rock bands like we so i like to call us a worship rock band yeah so i I don't i don't necessarily write worship songs i'm just not that good we need to start working on that (laughs) um but the fact that micah can take something like egypt and make it his own. Yeah, that riff. was
2: probably my favorite one that you did. Yeah, right. I, I just love my that, song. Anyway, that song. Yeah, of my it's an amazing song. But
0: if you notice, like he took it and the the way he plays the riff is completely different. And like
1: it's, it's, it's yeah, not you even, guys
3: took it to another level. It was right. really good. Really and,
1: good. And, and, you know, I know Kelly's brought a lot of people to the Lord and to repentance and, and taught a lot of lessons. But um, in the year that I've been, or year and a half that I've been uh, with you guys, um, every, you know, I go share my testimony with y'all at a lot of places and a lot of uh, churches and things like that. And, um, every single one, you know, some, uh, there are people at the altar on their knees, praising God. God during y'all's worship. Yeah, It's a team effort. You yeah, know? Yeah. It, yeah.
2: the 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 preaching's not the the main part. The worship's not the main part. It's everybody coming together, mm-hmm. doing it together, is what makes this work. You yes. know, it's with with you guys, with with, with me, with the the greeters and That's the right. ushers and everything. It's every single position is extremely vital. I mean, honestly, the the, the mouthpiece is is one of the mm-hmm. the weakest links out of the whole deal. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? When you look at the body of Christ, we need more hands and mm-hmm. feet than we need mouths, man. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> all
0: of us are too busy. And
1: talking. I'll tell you, I'll real. tell you this: it's like, like y'all's favorite original that y'all do is called "Thank You." That's my favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite one. So, I mean, I, um, shameless plug here, and I know you didn't ask me to do this. I swear to God, you didn't. But can you tell us how to find Given Grace music? Uh, well, original music? Original music, original
0: music. I would or call any it, you know well, anything Given Grace. Uh, Given Grace original music is Christian rock, mm-hmm. and so um, you know. <laughs> I'm never going to take God and Jesus out of my lyrics, period. Um, and there's a lot of Christian rock artists out there right now that um, some of their songs are not about God or not about Jesus mm-hmm. or not about being a christian it's just they're christians and they play rock music and so they call themselves christians rock and they may have one or two songs that talk about god for us we are true christian rock every song that we're going to write and every song that we're going to play is going to be about jesus or god the the difference is the band as a whole i call us a worship rock band because i always want to take there's so many better writers out there than i am okay Mm. so i'm only going to be able to write so you know, so many good songs, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 Micah feels the exact same way. What it is though is we like to take other people's worship songs and we like to put our spin on it. Yeah. You know, like uh taking Egypt that. and then uh smashing it up with Yeshua and making it heavier. Yeah. Not necessarily I'm not screaming. Yeah. You know, I'm no, not, it was great, man. It, it was just, really, really it was solid. Just rock music. Yeah. And you know, we've talked about this a million times on this podcast. We've talked about it a million times on on uh, Unashamed Recovery podcast we believe that God is raising up an army that look like us.
3: Yeah. Oh, clearly. You know,
0: completely tattooed, because there's so many people that look like us that are not Just, not Christians. Yeah, we're the norm, that, norm now. So. Yeah, that that, right. we'll, that don't want to go to church because they're afraid that they're going to have to cover their tattoos, they're going to have right. to take off their hats, they're going to have to take off their, you know, you ca- can't wear your boots, you can't wear your holy jeans, you know. Uh, and, and we feel like that, The whole recovery, the reason there's such a big outbreak right now of uh, faith based recovery is because God has taken those outcasts. I imagine if they had major tattoos like we did back in Jesus's days, those would have been
1: the 12 guys he picked. Oh, Jesus would have rolled up on a Harley and said, Look, we're going to go fishing. Let's go. That's right. Let's go. But look, uh, you know, going back to what you were saying, it's like, you know, uh, the outpouring that's going on in the drug community. I've had multiple, hundreds of conversations with multiple different people, hundreds of different people that had the same awakening experience and deliverance that I had. Right. And it's just like, it's almost just like that instant. And it's like, he's literally taking, and I've said this before, he's literally taking the devil's army away from him and using it against him. Yeah. They're covered in tattoos. Their earlobes are stretched. They have a face full of metal and Man,
0: I loved it. Dude, I loved when you said, because yeah. I used to have uh, 13 piercings, 11 in my face. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So when you said, I look like a coloring book that fell into a tackle box, yeah. I had heard that a million times <laughs> about me. That's funny. People are always like, man, you look like you you fell into a taco box. Well, a here's the thing, box. man.
2: I don't want to follow a general with no scars. Right? Oh, yeah. Right. See, that's what I said that's a week That's the whole ago. point of the black yeah,
1: sheep. Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, the whole point of the black sheep is you got the one. All right, so I was the one that, that strayed from the 100. And all of them stray at some point, I think. And, um, you know, you wander off the trail from the shepherd and you want to do your own thing. And by the time he gets to you and finds you, you're going to got beat up. You got, I mean, you're covered in blood. You got, I mean, wounded and um, just, I mean. Scarred up. Scarred up. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So it's not. So John's definition of black sheep is not a black. Yeah. A a
1: literal sheep was not. It's not one born with black uh, wool. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean you're it's literally you start been white. through hell yeah. that is
0: covered in mud, that. covered that's in scars, good. covered yeah. in blood. Yeah. And you you know, know. then
1: by the time he gets you back to the flock, it's like you got two choices. Either you can be have trauma and PTSD for us and, and you know the other sheep are asking you like, Man, where have you been? What'd you get into? I'm like, man, I don't want to talk about it. Right. And it's like, oh my you know, it's all shit. or or you can tell, dude, you don't want to have anything to do with that world. Right. You wanna stay right here.
2: Everything that happens to you in your life will serve you. If you will allow it to right? everything, everything in life serves you the good, the bad, the in between uh, God will use it all, Mm. but you have to let him. That's what I hate with so many people carry this guilt and shame when their testimony, their story is going to break somebody else, set them free wide open, but they won't share it because they carry so much guilt and shame. The devil wants you to feel so bad about what you've done that Mm. you don't talk about it because he knows when you talk about getting free, he's going to set them free. That's right. So yeah, and I love that. That's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, the fact that the fact that you, uh, you know, were willing to uh, throw caution to the wind and just say, you know what, I'm going to get up there and preach no matter what on Friday, just speaks to the the fact that you you realized you were under a spiritual attack, and that's what was going on. And in, in the, a lot of people got either rededicated their life or actually got yeah, uh, saved, so saved many. that night. Because you were obedient enough to say, you but, know what, I'm in the middle of this battle, and instead of laying down and saying, you know what, I'm already going to be here another night. These people can come see me tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, you know, well,
2: if I didn't get up there, what does that say about what I truly believe? That's right. Uh, you've been watching me. People've been watching me for years, and now if I just bow out because I don't feel good, like come on, I've been preaching that we we're going to trust God, we're going to believe, That's we're right. going to work, we're going to serve. Now it's my turn. That's mm-hmm. my turn. Get up there and do it. It's time Danny, to
1: go. Danny, can you do something for Look. me? Can you expand that that comment by Brandy Jones and we're read that? Practice for us? what
0: you preach, homie. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> there it
2: is. What's
0: that say? The message Friday night was amazing to see my 14 and 15-year-old boys tell me the impact that uh, message had on their life the whole way home made my mama heart so happy. Oh, that's awesome. You were able to put the message a words uh they understood found funny and will stick with them the rest of their life and i was going to say the exact hey, same thing thank you brandy my yeah, my 12 year old you know he he came with me uh for both nights right yeah and so um after the uh, on friday night we're laying in, me and my wife are laying in bed and bubba comes in that's what i call him bubba comes in and um i said bubba did you have have fun tonight He was like yeah i loved it and so being kind of smart alecky me and me and mama both almost <laughs> at the same time was like oh yeah What'd he talk about?
1: Oh, right. And Bubba goes,
0: repentance. Repentance. I said, okay, okay. That's easy. Mm. What does repentance mean? He said, change your mind. That's awesome. I said, what else? change your direction Ooh. i was like he got it man mm. little yeah, palmer so was up, so bubble was so definitely awesome. paying yeah. attention um, i love
2: it you know and i have kids will come up to me all the time uh, after church services that i preach and they're like you're my favorite pastor i wish my preacher preached like you know i was gonna tell him look your preacher is just as good all right it's just it's all about the presentation but, yeah. but there is there's just something about why don't we preach the gospel in a way that even if there's a 10-year-old in here, right, they can get something out of it too. It's yeah. really not that difficult to adjust your message just a little so that it hits a wider range of people. And, I, man, I, so I love I love to hear that. That's a huge compliment to me because in my writing, that's what I'm trying to right. do. So I appreciate that. Right, but, which look, is
0: why the 40-day devotion, think about that for a minute, worked for my family because you got to think, I'm 41. My wife's 36. My oldest is 16. My middle is fifteen,
1: and now I'm forty seven,
0: and my uh, and my uh, youngest was ten at the time, and so here it is: five different people in five different versions of life, and we all took, and we all went through the same devotion. And while I didn't read their inserts of what they they wrote, that was that was their thing, right, Dad. Right. You're not allowed to read. I said that's fine. I just want you every night. You're going to write after we do this devotion because he provided you a place to write something. And therefore, later on in life, you can come back and you can read that.
2: You know what's so funny is that when I wrote that book, I never intended to put that space over there. I just thought the book is too short. And I was like, how do I add some more pages? And I thought, well, we'll, we'll put these blank spaces... And and say you know what was God speaking to you because I assume people would do that on their own but whatever so we put that in the book and that has been what most people have been so they like thank you so much for putting that in there I'm like that's so funny that you love that because that was a total God thing because I had no intention
0: well a lot of, of us of don't don't journal right and I, that's, and I what, that's what that. I have, that's I what I have that's what I have found out is and I didn't start journaling to probably about a year ago right and um, in fact when I first started journaling it was four hours a day. Oh wow. oh, wow. I'm spending four hours a day reading my Bible. When are you going yeah, put put hey, to you, yeah. when,
1: when, when you put your book out? No. <laughs> no doubt, No, man. thank you, sir. <laughs> those,
0: those, uh, those writings are hidden. Plus, I can't even read my own handwriting, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know what? Either.
1: That's why I stopped journaling, but I'm going to tell you what I did. Okay, so I, God had it on me to start journaling, uh, and has for a long time for, uh, since I was in prison, because in prison, there's really not much else to do. But, um, so I wrote. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't come out, like,
0: you know, jacked.
1: Uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that right now. But uh, so I came out of prison, and he would get on me about not journaling. He's like, "You have to journal," and I, I would do it for a little while, a couple of days or whatever. And then what it is, is I go back and read it, and I can't read my chicken scratch. That's right. But God told me there's an app for that. Yep. So, so now I, I just record. That. I just record throughout my day. I open the app if I get a thought, you know, and I, and um and I date it. Right. And uh, I, I I stick I'm you know I stick yeah. to that pretty good. I, I type you know? them now.
2: That, that my favorite part of journaling is just simply so you can go and look back mm-hmm. exactly and see, mm-hmm. you know how god answered your prayers and changed your life and sometimes it's a bummer cuz i'll look back at things i was praying for 20 years ago i'm like oh dang i'm still praying about still that, praying for that you. One. you know but it's cool to watch god answer prayers over the years that you forget you forget you prayed you know yeah. like i remember when i was Eighteen or nineteen, in my prayer journal, I was writing down. Man, I just, I wish I could drive a Tundra. I just want a Tundra. And I was just thinking the other day as I'm driving here in my Tundra, like, <laughs> like, like I remember praying for this, and I forgot I prayed for that. You right. know, I forgot for so long. And and God, what's so cool with me having that truck? I definitely couldn't have got that truck on my own. It was a God thing that opened the doors for me to even have it. So He answered the prayer. I mean, it was 22 years after I prayed it but I got it. you know what I'm saying yeah. and it's I'm giving him the honor and glory for that. Had I not written that down though, would I have remembered So I that's if you don't journal, you should journal Definitely. absolutely journal it's Journaling so will cool. will
0: change your life in a way because it's a it's a whole new way of talking to God. For sure, you feel and like you're talking yourself sometimes, but you, you really will write are. Things
2: and you will read it back later, and like God wrote that. That yeah, that, that's weird. Not I don't even remember thinking that, that's man. Right. It's it's cool. I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's good, right. so good. Let What's me up, give a Jordan? shout.
1: Yeah, let me give a shout out to Jordan Owens, man. Uh, you know, Palmer can singer. yeah, Palmer can wail, dude. But if you ever catch these two uh, do line of Judah <laughs> together, it's insane. Jordan has a definitely has a gift. Jordan's voice. one of those that, that
0: kinda comes mm-hmm. from the same background I did, which yeah. is cover bands. Bro he's got a playing beard. out in, he's got a beard yeah. oh, this awesome. long. <laughs> playing out in bars yeah. and casinos and uh now he does worship music. And yeah. so
1: we love Jordan. Awesome.
0: Very yep. cool. I also want to so, give a
1: shout out to Kayla real quick. She's she's a devout black sheep. She's uh she watches every episode and she's at every event. We love Kayla. Thank you, Sorry. Kayla. Uh, Kayla, and then I'll get you the name of that app uh when I'm done. I don't have my phone by me.
0: So um you know, talking about prayers, I I want to say that some of us pray really stupid prayers. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I want to meet this guy just to say thank you. Yeah, I I'll and I'm you, and when, I, when I'm and I'm not even kidding, man. What you guy can ask me talking you, about Mr. Kelly K. Oh, I thought. And if you yeah, talk, I if you, you, I mean, you could ask my wife. Me. You could talk to my wife, and she will tell you she's so sick of hearing the name Kelly K. No, I'm honored, And but,
2: honor, that that encourages me because I pray every day. Like God, it, as a favor, if you could let me work with John Bevere one time. Oh if, yeah! If I could just work with him one time, I, just as I love favor, John God. Bevere, man. He yeah, is he's awesome. My, he's my hero, man. my My preacher hero. Have here. you ever met him? No, I haven't met him. I've okay. got to see him live, but. Uh, I, I watch him you every you want his phone number? The, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> but so, be so, fun? so I appreciate that. That encourages me because if you prayed that and then here we are, then you mm-hmm. know what? One one of these one days day. I'm going to be sitting with John Bevere. So yeah. It's going to
0: be soon. Go. might be in Tokyo or Australia or yeah. Africa. I'll take it.
1: Are you, are you going out of country soon?
2: I, I, ha- I haven't talked about any of that yet, but. Oh, I'm they're, sorry. That's all right. Some things are, are opening up. It looks like I'll be doing all five regions of Africa. It looks like wow. Tokyo, Australia. Yeah, some things are opening up. So as soon as I have everything for so sure. So
1: you're going to the up, ends of the earth. I'm trying, you. man. Okay. I'm
2: trying. Right. I'll go. I, I told God a long time ago, I will go wherever you want me to go. Okay. I'm available. You just send me. So the, Send me. And you know, what's, just, and what's hmm. that
0: line in, in thank you? Wherever you send me. I will go. I will that's go. right. Yeah. You know, that's, and he that's sent the me to some point. pretty rough places. Like Mississippi. Like, like right <laughs> here. Like Jackson. My, well, you know I'll what? I, I I'll be I will be completely honest with you, man. One of my favorite uh, lines from uh, both nights is uh, something that I would say. And so, like, <clears throat> like I said, man, even my pastor said you two could be brothers. Right. The, the way that I preach is I scream a lot. Like if I'm trying to make my point, I'll was go, I go screaming a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't mean Even didn't even mean. I mean, even the second night, you're like, um, it, it, when it's not, it wasn't. Unfortunately, we didn't have a lot of people in the second night, but I mean, I, who who needed to hear that message was there. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But you know, Kelly's all like, uh, I hear y'all getting all excited about you know football games and concerts, yeah. and it's twenty degrees outside. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
3: laughs> you know,
0: and that's exactly how when I'm when I get to preaching, that's exactly I how I do, I do it too. Yeah, I don't, But um.
3: I don't pay
1: attention.
0: It's passion. It's passion. <laughs> it's
1: passion. That's what I was thinking.
0: Okay, but, so. Hold on. But Kelly said, uh, my favorite my favorite line was, Kelly was like, and some of y'all are up there are, are, uh, looking at me thinking, uh, he don't look like no preacher. He looks like the guy's going to rob me in the, uh, in the, park the parking lot. lot. And I just want to say to some of y'all, I just want to say to those people, I might. I'm right, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch out and I was some like, of that old
2: Kelly's still in there Watch <laughs> out, I'll rob you That's right <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: okay, Brandy Jones commented She said, this weekend is Hannah, my daughter's 22nd birthday And we started the weekend at church watching you My son rededicated his life to Amen. Christ uh, that Brandy, night
2: that is awesome man, Thank you for bringing your children yes. to events like that That's mm-hmm. amazing and, uh, Man, I'm honored But that's, and
0: that's so also cool. a testament to who you are mm-hmm. and And what you've put out Because you are so relatable, even to my 16-year-old who's sitting back in the kitchen right now. You know, my 15-year-old who's, you know, she's at her mom's house, and so she was not able to be here. But she knew that you were going to be here and wanted to be here. My uh, 12-year-old son, I mean, you're so relatable and so funny, engaging. You know, I tell people all the time, um, God allowed me to go— into bars and casinos for seven years and hone my craft as an entertainer so that I could use it for engagement. Right. For sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, you know, if you talk to church people, you know, you don't want to really use the word entertainment. Right. You know, it just, it's got a bad connotation mm. to it. But, you know, um, but I mean, that's what it was. I learned how to be a great entertainer I call my, well, I assume I'm a great entertainer. I learned how to to be a mediocre mediocre entertainer so that I could be a great engager, you know, being able to use it in the worship world now. So, Mm. and I think you, that's, that is you in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. Kelly, can, can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, how did your no? First it's a
0: podcast. You can't ask
2: no questions. <laughs>
1: How did your first sermon go when you started doing this? Oh
2: anyway? man, that's we were just. Do we have that on video? That, it is on video somewhere. Here is what's really funny: is the first time I actually got to preach in a church on a Sunday I actually had to lie to the pastor to let him let me in the in the church
0: now this guy on TikTok I <laughs> I, I watch he says if you have to lie to get it you got to, you're lie to have keep, keep lying right. to keep it well hey, look, so here's how it works <laughs> I've been reaching out to
2: churches to ask you know to let me come and preach and nobody would let me come and preach and then I found out that a guy that I had went to like elementary school like I haven't seen this dude in 20 years I heard that he was a pastor my best now friend. Yeah, so so I get a hold of this dude, and I'm like, "Hey, I hear you're a pastor now." I was like, "I'm also a preacher." I was wondering if you let me come preach at your church. He's like, "You're a preacher?" He's like, "You traveling and you preach?" And I just said, "I've preached at some places." What I meant was my living room, the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't specify, so right, I let he didn't ask yeah. no questions. So I was like, "Yeah, he, uh, yeah, I've preached the place." He's like, "Yeah, you could come." So I went and I preached, and here's what's funny: that sermon, when I look back at it now, I preached a whole series. In one, so it was like two hours long, man. Like I was so excited to preach this message yeah. that when I look back at it, matter of fact, the sermon I preached is the "Reckless Love Revolution" book. Did I they preached stay? that whole. They did. They did. Stay. Wow, that's a I preached too. that whole book in in one message, and looking back at it now, it's so cringy. I'm like, Kelly, what were you doing, man? Like <laughs> you lost them. I don't know how it kept going. So it was. Pretty Do you? Rough.
0: You mean to tell? I me I bet you, you said preached. concluded a lot. Yeah right. Yeah. You mean you mean to tell me you preached for two hours and nobody got up and said your seven minute long TikTok was too long? No, uh, right. <laughs> that, that blows my
2: mind when people tell me that on TikTok your videos are too long. I'm like, you do know that I just took an hour long message and made it seven minutes for you, right? That's right, just for you. You know, I just cut out 53 minutes of this thing and it's still too long. Like there ain't no pleasing you people. No,
0: I think it's funny because uh, a lot of a lot of your videos are the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over again, and I'm going. Kelly, can we move on? But I get it because he gets so many of the same comments, especially the – can I be this and still get into heaven? Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm going. Sick of talking yes, about it. you can. <laughs> he
2: already said it. If I could stop doing those videos, yeah. oh, I'd be so happy. <laughs> yeah. But I can't, and, and I won't stop doing them no. because people keep wondering, and they keep asking, and if I can keep showing them the freedom they have in yeah, Jesus, yeah. Well, somebody will. might miss that video.
1: Yeah, please, right. please
0: understand. Yes, you can. If you gave your life to Christ. You can do whatever you want to and still get into heaven. You're asking
2: the wrong question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're asking the I, wrong question. It's why do I want to? Yeah. That's right. That's why? right. Why do I feel like I need this? Yeah.
0: Right. And so I,
2: and people, ask God. Yeah. For real. Ask God. Ask do him. you want me doing this? He'll tell you right away. That's the problem. You don't it want be, to that's ask right. It. It. You don't no, you know. What it's like you said.
0: Look. You're looking for validation. Right. It. You just want somebody like me. A tick. A quote TikTok preacher to tell you, yes, the, you affirm can, you. Huh? That's right. You can you can smoke weed and go to heaven. Yeah.
2: You know, the problem is everyone's just worried about getting into heaven. Nobody forgets that heaven's not going to be the same across the board for every person. That's right. You got to for you, they forget Hold too on. that. Say it again. Uh, I, Say heaven, that again. Heaven yeah. is not going to be the same across the board for every person. Mm. What do you mean, Kelly? Right. So there are going to be some people that just get in the gate. By Mm -hmm. the skin of their teeth, they made it. You got in. Good for you. I'm Mm -hmm. getting
0: a tent on the outskirts. You know what I I mean? I
2: don't want that, man. Here's the thing. So I was at Disney World not too long ago with my family, and I I, I realized when I get there, you can get in the gates of Disneyland. Disney World, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're like, man, this is amazing. Like, I'm in Disney World. Yeah. But when you first get in the gate, what's there? There's, like, the stroller rental. There's the guest services. Yeah. You know, maybe some little shops to buy ponchos or whatever. That's right. But it's not till you get a little further in where you start finding rides and restaurants and the right. characters. There's going to be so many people that get into heaven, and they're going to spend all their time at guest services. And they're mm-hmm. going to spend all their time at the stroller rental because they didn't care to to live their life in such a way that they get to experience all, all of, of it, it. And, and and that's that's the thing is that we are humans. we're not even meant for heaven. There's going to be a new earth yeah. right We're not heavenly beings. We're going to spend most of our eternity on a new earth. And on that new earth, we're each going to have jobs and positions. And your job and position is going to be based on what you did while you were here on this earth. Understand, your life on this earth is your resume and job application for the next life. So do you want to get there and say, you know what? I did just what I need to get here. Just get me in the door. I'll take a minimum wage position with just a little trailer park over you know, trailer house (laughs) over there. I'm going to be good. You can have that. I want it all, man. If the Bible says I can have a mansion and I can have, I want to be, I want to be at the right hand of God. I mean, I know it's not my seat, but you know what I'm saying? I want it all. You want want, Jesus'
1: phone number. Man, I want the best
2: of the best. (laughs) And if people would understand that, you would stop asking questions like, can I do this and still get to heaven? Sure you can. But is that all you want? Is to hang out at the stroller rental. Yeah, all, you, all you want is fire insurance. Yep. That's, it. that's what I'm Man. saying. I want so much more than that. Yeah. So my question is, why do I feel like I need this more than I need Jesus? Yeah. Am I going to need this in this this vapor of time? Or is it worth letting go of now to have something better all of
0: eternity? That's so hard for a lot of people to grasp, though. Like, this life is go- going to feel so small compared There's to— a breath. It's no. right. It's just— It's like that, man, but so many people are so hooked, and I was one of them. I'm not bashing you. I was one of them. Like, I wanted the rock star lifestyle because that's the life, right? But this life is just a season. It's just a season, man. What we're going to do, be able to do uh, with being in the presence of the Father for eternity is...
1: Mind blowing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's mind
2: blowing. So
1: this new Earth you speak of, I hope it has rings around it like Saturn does. I bet it'd be cool. To look I just up. hope it has cars like muscle yeah.
2: cars. Like I want to see the Nova. That's yeah, yeah, when yeah, 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 yeah. I get to heaven. About the only up. way you're gonna get one. I, I have <laughs> had one here.
1: <laughs> well, okay, did so. Henry? I wonder if Henry Ford went to heaven or the <laughs> you new know, know, know. You know, I don't you know. I don't know him. Earth. But <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he created the well, you know, Mustang. You know or the I do. I have a Mustang. Do you really? I do. I love Mustang. I love muscle cars. Yeah. How many do you have?
2: I just have one. I just got. A, um, I had a Mustang back in the Did day. Did you not listen totaled. to his
0: his testimony? He's got five kids. Yeah, I, ah, I got five yeah. kids.
2: I went and bought an old beat up Mustang just huh? so I could say I have I one. Have right? <laughs> He's yep. got a black title. The thing's been totaled, but I hey, I wanted it. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Some people think that 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 evangelists and traveling but like we are rich like we are ballers that is not the case my no, friends okay <laughs> let me just tell you most of this i do for absolutely free if people want to give they can give mm-hmm. i will travel i will go for anything so don't think i got like 900 yeah we gave him cars. like a cheeseburger i think yeah, that's I think. all i need man so yeah no, I, I yeah just, I y'all got got don't let run, kelly
0: man. lie to you man he flew in here on his private jet <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: i wish i did oh that'd be so much better than that 10-hour drive for sure
0: Man, all right. So, um, you know, obviously, we could sit here all day, all day. and and yeah. talk about how great you know the things that you're doing now. But for the Lord, for the Lord. But let's remember that this is uh, black sheep warfare, recovery, and
3: unashamed, unashamed recovery.
0: recovery. So, Kelly, do you have a recovery story? Like, were you addicted to anything other Man, than the lifestyle?
2: You know, I I did get uh, addicted to to pain pills but that was like That was right after the wreck yeah not quite it was after I'd hurt my back a little oh. bit later I was already serving God I was I was in seminary actually when I got addicted to them and mm-hmm. I didn't even realize I got addicted until it was time to get off of them what exactly mm-hmm. was it uh, um, norco norco yeah yeah and um I, I got to where you know I was taking what they told me but it wasn't helping so I was taking so I, I realized I was taking like 10 to 20. Them a day, yeah, and uh, finally, when I realized, like, whoa, like, this here's what I, and I'm, I'm saying this because I want you to think. Being addicted or, or getting addicted to things like that or getting trapped in bondage doesn't just happen when you don't know Jesus. It can happen when you do know oh, Jesus course, as right. well. Yeah. The good news is is when I realized what was happening, I went to my doctor and I was like, Don't you ever prescribe me this again. Yeah, like right. I, I went and just shut it down and I went through 14 days of hell straight up of, sickness of withdrawals and just shaking mm-hmm. and muscle aching. And it was so I can kind of relate with the the that group uh, that yeah. demographic that you guys are reaching. But at the same time, when I was outside of of jesus when i wasn't living for him i did do some drugs i did drink a lot but i was never uh an addict i was never Mm -hmm. addicted to anything it was all kind of a recreational uh party thing and i just have to thank god for that because Mm -hmm. i think that would have taken me out because Mm -hmm. i I have a very addictive personality like Mm -hmm. if i'm into something i'm i'm all in and uh so i just have to thank him for that so i did yes i did go through a little bit of that but not like what what you guys you know, or what you have went through.
0: Yeah. So since since we don't have like a full on recovery story, can you give me just a, a a tiny bit of how how we got to Jesus? Did, were you did you grow up in the church?
2: Yeah, and so and for those of you that want my full testimony, it's kind of long. I just posted it on uh, YouTube and yeah. TikTok and stuff just a, a few days ago, maybe a week or so ago. I don't know. Loved it. Took two t- two videos on TikTok. Yeah, I did. It was like fifteen minutes. I was long. like,
1: mine's gonna take three episodes of and Black Sheep.
0: I, I I watched watched your testimony. I was like, dude.
2: Part one had like fifty thousand views, and part two had like ten thousand. Like, yeah, what happened? What happened? You want to see the end? You don't want nope, right. to? Nope. No, but okay. So I, I I grew up in a very godly home. I I can't ever remember not knowing who God and Jesus was. Uh, my testimony is more about one of fulfillment of that. I I wanted to be a rock star my whole life. That's what I wanted, and I wanted it so much at the cost of God. I will push you to the side. I'm gonna go get this. You're not helping me get it. I'm going to go get it on my own. I'll be
0: honest. I used to uh, pray, look, I don't care which one of you give it to me, God or Satan. I want it.
2: Right. Yeah. I literally used to say that. No, I get it. I I was was going
1: to the crossroads.
2: Very similar position. And uh, so when I got the opportunity to jump in that rock and roll world, I I did. And I told God, sorry, I'm out. Now, here's the thing. I never stopped believing in him. Right. Mm -hmm. I was just willing to accept the consequences of not following him. I was saying, I want this more than I want you. Right. I don't doubt you. But this is what I want. Now, I didn't know that that decision was going to cost me a decade of my life, and I was going to go through some of the worst hell I'd ever been in because of it. And here's the thing. I got what I thought I wanted, but I wasn't happy. I was never fulfilled. I still felt empty. I still felt broken. I was still looking for other things to bring fulfillment. Uh, And so when I finally gave everything to Jesus, when, you know, 10, 12 years ago, whatever it was, when I finally said, God, you can have it all. I don't care if my name is ever great. I don't care. I I just want you because I'm sick of fighting this. I'm tired of playing this game. That, when he finally saw my heart, that I was legit, that I just wanted to make him famous, that's when he finally said, all right, here, now I can give you a platform to stand on because it's not about you anymore. It's about me. And once I started making his name famous, he started to raise me up. And what's crazy is the very first video I ever made got 92 views and something happened when i after i made that video was i had this sense of fulfillment that i had looked for my entire life that i'd been chasing after in in the music in the tv industry in, in the the girls and the drugs and the alcohol the partying whatever all of a sudden, I did this one video. It was awful. It's cringy. It's still on YouTube to this day. It was horrible. It got 92 views, and I had this fulfillment yeah. of this is what I'm looking for. This is what I have wanted. It was always about making God famous, making Jesus famous, yeah. elevating his name, not mine. And God's like, you get it. Now I can use you. And that was it, man. It was game well, over after that.
0: That's basically how we came came to uh, calling the band Giving Grace. Originally, it was going to be you know kind of like Daughtry. It going to be Palmer. <laughs>
1: right. You know what I mean, and
0: yeah, you made a good change. And then, and then I liter- i literally was like, "Coming
1: to the stage, I, I, Palmer."
2: I mean, I literally—I
0: I had already been Palmer for ever. Everybody already knew the name Palmer. You know, back back in Shreveport and Bozier, and you know, from those days, right. And it was almost like this is no longer about you, for sure. You know, so we need a band name that's going to point people to Christ because it can't be about you anymore, right? Sure, you can be Zach Williams. That's fine. You know, if, if that's what God says, do. But for me, I had to take my name off of it. Right. You know, And that's
2: kind of where I was. I, I had to remove myself from the equation completely to really get what God wanted to do. Uh, there's a million people that want to be famous. Right. What he's looking for is one person that says, God, I want to make you famous. Right. That's the one he's looking for. Uh, building my name on this earth. I mean, let's look, let's, let's be real. In 60, 70 years, who's going to remember who I was? Right. They're gonna know who Jesus is, though. Sure. So if I've got X amount of years to make somebody famous, I would rather make somebody famous that's gonna last them, that's true. Gonna really bring that's some true freedom and some peace into their life. Making me famous does nothing for you. That's right. Jesus being famous for you to you makes changes everything for you. That's His right. name's
1: already been established for like three thousand years. Absolutely
0: yeah. right. Yeah. So before we wrap up, um, one obviously. Thank you so much for taking the time yes. to, to come, yeah, come, you, come sit down with and us. Thank you so you much. Thank you for coming to to, to Brandon and, and preaching to us. Thank you for what you do, um, everything that you do, the Absolutely. books, the the T-shirts, even if it's, you know, just the new T-shirt line on with CXX uh, or CXII. CXXII, yeah, I. got it. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> so um, all of that. But you also preached about, like, like we said, get lit, stay lit, spread it. Right, mm-hmm. so I just kind of hear God telling me, can, "Can we get a Cliff Notes version? No, 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 not 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 the Cliff Notes, but the whole thing of just the fire triangle. The fire yeah. triangle, sure. So I want to, I want y'all to hear the Cliff Notes ver- version of the fire triangle, so that you'll understand when you fully, so so to intrigue you enough to go go find this message, right, or Be, get the book, or you get, the, get book. the book, yeah. exactly.
2: Um. So okay, so the the fire triangle. The way that God led me to this was uh, as I travel around the country preaching, I realized that I see more burnout Christians than I see anything else. And it really broke my heart because I know that we're supposed to get on fire for Jesus, but I can't see anywhere in the Bible that tells us we're supposed to burn out because we're not supposed to. We're supposed to live on fire all the time. So I started asking God, how do we stay on fire? What do we need to do? And that's when he led me to the fire triangle, which if you're unfamiliar, the fire triangle is a theory that firemen use. That say you need three things to keep a fire burning. Any fire, you have to have three things. You have to have heat, fuel, and oxygen. John Your- was
0: the one that yelled out fuel the other day. Yeah, night. He <laughs> <got> <laughs> it, nailed it. Yeah.
2: If you remove the heat from a fire, the fire goes out. Fuel from the fire, fire goes out. Remove the oxygen, the fire goes out. I'm like, all right, God, that's cool. What does that mean for us? And he said, as Christians, we all have a fire triangle. We all have to have heat, fuel, and oxygen. If we lose one, our fire goes out. I'm like, all right, sweet, what is that? Heat is clearly God. We have to have a relationship with God. He is the heat. The Bible says that he is the all-consuming fire. If we don't have a relationship with him, of course you're gonna burn out. Now, look, there's a difference in knowing God and having a relationship. You can know all about him, but are you spending time with him every single day, talking with him, listening to him of what he is saying to Are you, you telling
0: telling me that uh, my my grandmother prayed for me in 1988? Now it's not I'm not going to heaven, right. Kelly.
2: You got to have a relationship yourself. So that's the first one. If we don't have relationship, full on relationship, going back and forth with him every day, your fire's going to burn out. After heat. We've got fuel. We have to be getting fueled up. Now, that that one's easy, too, because if your car needs gas, you need to get fuel, you go to a gas station. You need to get fueled up for Jesus, go to church, right?
0: <laughs> look, Kelly said, uh, go put 10 go cents, put 10 go cents, cents in gas your gas and, you and see how, and far, see it how gets. far you get. My son leans over and goes, to the next pump. <laughs> right,
2: exactly. exactly. <laughs> but, but look, that's why we have to look at this, because as Christians, that's what we do. We have to be getting fueled up or we're going to get burned out. But most Christians, what do we do? We read, you know, the verse of the day. I love that you read the verse of the day. That's great, but don't stop there. That's where I got to go put 10 cents of gas in your car today. How far is that going to get you? Why do we get mad at God when we burn out all week when all we've done is read one verse a day? If that, if we read one a day, maybe it's one a week we're burning right. out because we're not constantly getting fueled up. We need to be getting the word in us. My Bible says that that faith comes by hearing and that is hearing the word of God. Understand, you are building faith all day long, 24/7. Right. The question is, what are you building your faith in? The world or the word? If you're putting the world in 24/7 and then you're only getting one daily verse every day, yep. what's well, going to win? Your faith yeah. is more in the world than it is the word.
0: And I I love the fact that when you do your uh your your pitch about your books, or your, uh, your book at the end of each one of your TikToks, which uh, I know you've got the comments that annoy people, but I Appreciate. love it. I love it because, I mean, otherwise... How would people how you know? know. <laughs> but um, I love how you say this is not to replace your Bible reading. This is to go along with your Bible reading. Right. So Kelly gives you one verse a day, right? And he gives you a devotion on that verse. But what Kelly's trying to tell, tell people is I want you to read this verse, and then I want you to go read the rest of that Yeah,
2: chapter. read the one after it. Read the one before. Read, get That's it in right. context. Get it in, get in it, context. It, yeah, I'm, I'm breaking this one down for you, but there's still so much right. more. So, all right, we got to get fueled up. So our fire triangle so far, heat, relationship with God, fuel, getting the word, and then we have to have oxygen. And this one, in my opinion, is the most important. And this Mm -hmm. is where we see most Christians failing and, and burning out is that we have to be talking about what God is doing in us with other people. We can't just keep it all inside for ourselves. It has to. There has to be an inflow and an outflow. We can't just be spiritual consumers. We have to be spiritual contributors. And if you will start talking about what God is doing, like we said earlier, people don't talk because they have guilt and shame, but when you start talking about what God's doing in you, it's going to start setting other people free and they're going to start getting closer to him. And then the more you talk about him, the more you're going to want to go spend time with him. Right. And the more you want to spend time with him, the more you're going to want to get in his word. And the more you get in the word, the more you're going to learn and then you're going to want to go tell people. And then now do you see... You- you can live on fire twenty four seven. You're never burning out. Why? Because you got heat, you got fuel, and you got yeah. oxygen. Yeah, we're hey, no man. longer
0: in the uh, repentance circle. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, circle. We're in the fire, fire triangle. triangle.
2: Absolutely. So that it, that's the cliff note version of that. The book it. goes into much much yes. more detail. Yeah, and the I message all, does too I have and, all
0: three three books, and they're all fantastic.
2: How, do,
1: how do we uh, how do we get your book?
2: You can go to kellykministries.com or just go to Amazon. Um, you can go to Barnes & Noble. Anywhere that you go get books, you, you can get my books there. Uh, if you want it autographed from me, I will sign all the ones that come through my website. Um, but I'll be honest with you. They're a little more expensive from my website because I have to charge you for shipping and all the shipping materials and all that. You can get it. go get it on Amazon. You'll get it faster and cheaper. So however you want to do
0: it. I always say just get it from Kelly. You can
2: do that. You can do that. For- I, I, it doesn't matter to me either way.
1: And for Kelly's viewers on TikTok, if you could throw Black Sheep Recovery Warfare a follow on YouTube and Facebook and TikTok, that would be awesome for more of our content. Absolutely.
2: And, I, I endorse it and, unash-
0: and unashamed recovery
2: and
1: unashamed recovery. I was waiting right. on you to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And
2: when this does this release today? This is so live, the so. this
0: is live right now, but the, the the actual episode will release in two weeks. Okay. Well, week. whenever
2: it does, I'll try to post some clips as well. And, yeah. and, and we can send you. Tag you we guys. can email yeah. you.
1: Email yeah. you. Yeah. The, um, Whatever I can do to file. be a blessing to yeah. you guys, in ministry. You guys that have would definitely be been a blessing to me. So thank you. Since and if anybody already- if anybody wants to pour into the Black Sheep Ministry, just email us at black sheep recovery warfare at gmail and you know we are in need of equipment this is what this is my desire and this is what i've been praying for um we've seen
0: god god provide a lot of things but there's a lot of things that need to be provided to to be able to do more not only for us but for kelly as well
1: right so um my desire and what i'm working toward and what i'm praying for a lot is i've got we we have several events coming up um in, in different places and i want to start Recording um, on site, not just audio but video as well, and then and releasing that to my YouTube channel. So. Yeah. You know, I'm uh I'm saving money for cameras and uh and portable equipment to do that. So so if Joel Olstein
0: would like to sponsor, yeah, uh, us and Kelly K, that would <laughs> or,
1: be great. Or hey, dude, or I mean, just <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts uh, cups. I mean, look, I I've of been of
0: Look, I've already said if Bucky's will sponsor us, I will tattoo hey, the Bucky's logo on my neck. Yeah. I, I
2: won't do that, but I'll take a Bucky sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you get the tattoo for both of us. Yeah,
0: I will. You know,
2: I got I will. enough so, dad jokes tattooed on me already. I don't need a Bucky's rodent tattoo.
1: You got that. some good work, dude. I Thank mean, I you. I like your style. but It's that old sailor type yeah, style. man. I, I, like, I yeah. love that. I've always been drawn. I like that. A traditional. So,
0: do you see his favorite tattoo?
1: No, I have not. What's have your? You seen
0: my favorite?
1: Look right there. Ah, <laughs> very funny. I don't have you seen his? You ta- ta- see have
0: you it's seen his his tribal tattoo? Nice. <laughs>
1: I
2: just I have the word favorite. You know what's crazy? Let me tell you something. God,
1: that. let me tell you one quick story. All right, so Guy communicates to me. A lot of times he'll let me know something big is coming up by using numbers. Okay, like uh, I won't I won't share, but this one in particular, like for the last month, the number thirteen has been coming up a lot. Uh, and I, I was about to say, uh, has been coming up a lot for me in the past month, and I didn't know why because I've always looked at thirteen as an l- unlucky number. So I've been looking for something bad to happen. So, I'm sitting here interviewing Kelly Kay, and he's got his arm, you know, kind of draped like that. And I look over there, and there is a 13 tattooed on his forearm. <laughs> and I just looked up and I said, Got it. Thank you. God. That's a God wink, bro. That's right. Yeah, hey, that's mean, a God that's wink. awesome. That's so cool. So, anyway, what, just to wrap was, this up um,
0: who, who? Who? Wait. Uh, so, the original 12, you know, and then Judas got kicked out. So, who was number? Who was technically number 13? Oh, um, I guess if you, I we, mean, we only heard it? about him once. What was Marcus, his name? was I think it, I think it Matthias? It was. Matthi-
2: Matthias. Yep. Uh, Matthias uh, well, yeah, Matthias. Here's the thing, though. Or that was man's pick yeah. right? of the 12th. Right. Paul <laughs> yeah. is is the new number twelve. I'll yeah. take. I'll For take. Paul sure. was supposed yeah. to be the. Yeah, I'll but take, That's what happens when we do things out of order. Yeah. And we don't see, I didn't
1: know God. that. I didn't even think of it that way because yeah. Jesus literally revealed himself to Paul, on the Damascus Road, and then, dang, he wrote most of the Bible, New Testament.
0: So before we wrap it up, Kelly, uh, let me let me ask you just one simple question, Um, you know, that uh, it'll just just a two minute answer would be great. Um, Can you tell us about tribulation and the rapture? What do you want to I'm just kidding. Uh, um, all
2: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. How many people have asked me to do videos here,
0: like that? I, I, here, how about this one? I sent, it, I sent him a message. Me... It was like, could you please now, do a video do, on the rapture? Can so you do many a,
1: people asked me to do that. Can you do a two-minute, um, you know, just a quick 2 minutes of this? Uh, what do you think of uh, the Apocrypha and the Book of Enoch? <laughs> <laughs> I've done a video on that Go watch That's it. right Go watch it. <laughs> I'm my, joking
2: I'm My joking.
0: favorite comments from Kelly Is when he goes I already did a video on <laughs> Already did it bro <laughs> Already did it bro Already did it Man and thank then, you and then, so this, and then this I don't this weekend. say that in a negative way though no, What no, I'm trying I know. to say is yeah. You can go find it Yeah okay And then I like how uh, Kelly quoted the Bible uh, the, the lady at the well yeah. And she said Bruh. Bruh. Say, bro.
2: <laughs> I just want to make sure people are paying attention sometimes. Yeah.
0: So, all right. So uh, we'll use the word conclude because Kelly taught us that uh, 72% of our audience will
2: re-engage. Re-engage.
1: Welcome back. That's Welcome right. Back. Welcome back. back.
2: <laughs> I saw so, that from Judah Smith, just to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I heard him say that like 12 years ago, and I stole it, and yeah. I've used it ever since.
0: I love the fact that because you're an author that you gave us a whole bunch of definitions of words yeah. that we all use <laughs> right. the wrong right. way, like literally. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, very good. English lessons, yeah. podcast, right. English lessons with right. Kelly K. That's the new podcast, English lessons with Kelly K. Well, Kelly, man, we sure appreciate you taking the time to not only just come to Mississippi, but also give us a chance uh, to sit down and really get to know you. Absolutely. And, um, and, and do fellowship with you. Yes. Um, spend time with you. Uh, we want to say a special thank you to your wife and your kids because yep. they're sacrificing so much time with you to allow people like that. us to have have time with you yeah. and for you to be able to do god's work and so uh thank you miss Lindsay. thank you all five of the uh the the cops which yep. i'll never be able to bad say boy, bad like boy. like i just i don't i don't i've only known you as kelly case yeah, so right. when, well, re- when i, I found out you're real
2: yeah i'd, I'd be officer cop yeah, <laughs> oh, that would be uh, yeah. And so, that, if anybody would like not. to
1: uh, sow into Kelly K's ministry, how do we do that? Uh,
2: yeah. You can go to kellykministries.com. One of the on the main page there, there's a, a place to donate. And what's cool is that I've been doing this ten years full time, mm-hmm. and I've never taken that's a amazing. paycheck. It has all been just through people giving and sewing into the ministry that have kept this going. And and we're a one income home. Uh, my wife raises that's the kids, awesome. and then I, I travel and preach, and we've been able to do that for a God decade. provides. Yeah, just through God providing through people. So thank you to all of those of you who, who do give. And if you want to go give, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. Kelly needs a new muscle car. To, yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, need, I need a new $1,500 Mustang with less dents. <laughs> right? With less dents. Yeah, please. Well, we you know, love Lin- you so Lindsay much. Lindsay has
0: the hardest job. She has to raise you. Yeah, absolutely. She's she got six kids. I just bought, that's what I tell, that's what we say yeah. to. Man, I've got three kids, my wife has four, yeah, and they're like, What? Like, she's still raising me, right? (laughs) So, Kelly, thank you so much for being with us, man. We love you, we thank you for everything that you're doing. Yeah, we thank you from the Black uh, Sheep,
1: and thank you from
0: Unashamed Recovery. So, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on this dual podcast. Make sure you uh, like, follow, and subscribe, not only Black Sheep Warfare Recovery, but also Unashamed Recovery and Kelly K Ministries. And until next time, we love you.